0: Hello, this is A.R. Bernard, and welcome to my podcast. My objective, it's simple: to create a platform where you can be educated, informed, and inspired as you navigate the intersection of faith and culture. If you have no faith, maybe you'll find it here. So thanks for tuning in. Amen,
1: amen, amen, man. Excellent job. Thank you so much for the praise and worship, the special music, excellent job, I'm so excited. Um, Pastor Bernard,
0: how are you doing today? I'm doing well, I'm blessed, highly favored. You know, uh, physically doing well, practicing all of the protocols, <laughs> you know. I, by the way, you, you know, we, we, we get praise and worship and mm-hmm. you're now more involved in, in that and you're gonna get more involved. Um, how do we pick the songs that we do? What's what's the idea behind the music, the praise worship songs, there, the special music? <laughs> there is uh, uh, different reasons, uh, different ways to pick a
1: song. Uh, whether it's a song that you like, we know that you're familiar with it. You know, it speaks to you because you know. It, ultimately, we want to make sure that we put you in the right place so that you can minister to the people. Thank you. Uh, we have uh, you know the uh, what. The choir knows different members. You know who's available to come out, especially in COVID still with Corona uh, and things. You know we're very being very selective of who can come out. You know depending on where they're coming from. Uh, You know so that sets the tone. Depending on the band, if the band knows it uh, as well. If it's a hard song to learn, it's an easy song to learn. You know then then you have the individuals who. Uh, you know, we got to pray for, that, you know, they they have that old hymnal, you know, uh, the hymn uh, soulful, you know, so so we bring them out to sing that song, you know, compared to, you know, the, you know, individual who might want to sing, you know, a more CCM song. So it depends. Contemporary. Yeah, more contemporary CCM. Yeah, yeah. contemporary Christian music, gospel, uh, contemporary gospel, uh, you know, because we have a wide range of uh, an audience. Yeah. Whether it's from you know Midwest, a lot of individuals from Midwest watching West Coast, East Coast, Northeast Coast, Southeast Coast. So you know the the, the of course, genre. Of our, our CCC yes, members. Yes, our CCC members. Yeah, yeah. The
0: genre is so diverse uh, large and, and diverse. Yeah, and 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 you try to accommodate everyone because people are probably saying, well, why don't you play that music? Yes. Yeah. Oh, song? yeah. Yep. Yeah, so you try to um, integrate yes. a diversity of songs for the worship experience. Yeah, whether we can create a diverse or
1: uh, uh, fuse them together, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, take some of the the root, you know, uh, can I say Negro spiritual? <laughs> <laughs> well, nothing wrong with that. Yes, the old uh, yeah, Negro, the, the you know, Negro spirituals. And, and, and the the, the and old. Fuse it with the, some of the contemporary gospel and right, make classic. A, a. And some a, a, you can't
0: uh, fuse. You no, you can't. Leave you it have it on to stay.
1: Own. You know, yeah. like one of my favorite songs is. You know, <laughs> I don't Come know. On, I, say I, it. No, I, I don't. Say I, say I, I, I'm not gonna say Too late. Too late. He touched me, and now I know something happened. You know, so. Happened. Yeah, 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 I
0: know. I love those songs. I love, that. you know, yes. and, and and that's it. You know, uh, what, what, what's the other one? Um, Amazing Grace. Yes, Amazing Grace. And and for uh, fire, another one of my favorites for fire.
1: Yeah, but yeah. then I got yes.
0: some, you know, more contemporary style of, of music songs so that, I, you, yes, that, yes, that, that you love. Yes, I love too. as well. So we try to mix it up. We yes. try to make it diverse. But that song, that's easier than the the other factors that you brought in, the COVID issue, yes. getting band members. And we try to keep the same people yep. so that we're not exposing to people who have been outside of this collective group. Yes. So that's important. I think that's important because people don't know and they're you know, they're criticizing, oh, yes. hey, what's that song for? What's this song for? And then it forces our praise and worship leaders to step up. Yes. Yeah, because yes. they can't feel comfortable mm-hmm. in one particular you know, mode of music. And, mm-hmm. you know, this goes back years. Uh, but also,
1: you got, we got to take consideration that we, we try to do songs that are familiar with individuals so they don't have to worry about looking at the screen for the lyrics, but they can just go into worship right. because they know the song. So that's another element. That's a very element. good point, you know, because we,
0: when we're in the building, yes. it's easier to introduce a new yep. song. Mm-hmm. But in this format, it's not so easy. Yes. Wow. It's right. bad enough they feel awkward doing present worship in the living room. <laughs> you know, and, and then... So. Well, I will tell you, this past Sunday... Uh, I 8 o'clock service because mm-hmm. I try to be in each of the services, you know, and do a little chat in there. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I received communion mm-hmm. and it was amazing. I, I felt like I was there yes. in the communion of the saints mm-hmm. experiencing, you know, that remembrance of the passion, the body and blood of the Lord. And it was just a special communion for me. And the new, the new, the new elements. Yes. The little hourglass. Flip it over. And I'm selling the old school elements. Got to finish them. <laughs> I, I got bunch. the new stuff. I, I wasn't sure how long we were gonna
1: be, so I ordered a whole bunch. They were selling now, so I had to get my, you know, my order.
0: <laughs> but it's it, it's special. And I think because I did a wedding mm-hmm. at the Brooklyn campus, a very small uh, wedding, one of our, our C three oh, grown up into. Young adult now children's ministries yeah 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 Uh, they've been there uh, both the bride and groom have been a part of our ministry for a long time and just standing in the in the brooklyn campus it just was like oh man i miss being here but at the same time we've got to be careful There's a second wave already in Africa, in Asia. I spoke to my friends there. Uh, Israel shut down for, I think, two to three weeks. The whole country Mm -hmm. uh, moving through Europe, and now we're having spikes in... Brooklyn, Queens. You
1: know, it's... it's, it's, it's and the issue is that uh there's a possibility of shutting the whole city down again yeah
0: yeah and we don't no. we don't want that because no. economically that takes a toll yes not just on the emotional social level but economically yep. so we got to pray and yes. and this is where human behavior is driving this whole yeah, thing yeah it's Yep, and and you you try to understand because
1: it's it's like I'm living in a city. You know, I'm in my apartment. How long can I stay in my apartment? How long? I need you know. And then I I need to get out. But then you know your 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 will to get out is you know it might you know be a part of the problem, not necessarily a solution for you. You know, but then you're dealing with mental health and mental illness. And this past week was Mental Health Awareness Week, and you know so you know there's a whole lot of dynamics trying to. You know, especially as leadership. That's why we got to pray for our leadership. We really got to be yeah, pray, yeah. prayerful. Yeah, amen. Because they have to make a decision with you know the the the, the individual, understanding the, the the plight of the individual, but then also looking at it collectively.
0: Yeah, you know, the from a corporate, yeah. you know, community
1: mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. essence. So I, I just got to pray instead of complain. That's
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's why what you said about the individual mm-hmm. and how things impact the individual, mm-hmm. but it also impacts the society yes. at large. And that's yep. that's when we were talking about you know, the four levels upon which sin impacts uh, the individual. That's on a personal level. Mm -hmm. And today we're going to talk about societal levels. I wasn't sure I was going to give it away. I was going to say societal. Uh, Societal level. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But I, I got my... Pink yes. again? You I have my pink last week. We have real
1: pink. This is real what do you mean pink. Real pink. Because that color pink. last week was not pink. Please put in a post. If did y'all think that color last week was pink? Are you serious? You're gonna put in a poll? No, right a there. They're, gonna, they, they're putting. No, they're not surveying. They just letting know pastor, yeah. we love you, but it wasn't pink. Like, that's pink. Yes, yes. And we're, you know, I was talking to one of the uh, ladies. They that's said. That's pink. <laughs>
2: I was talking to
1: one of the ladies, uh, Kathy Williams, who is a survivor. That's of right. Cancer, you know, That's so, right. Uh, you know, we've been, you know, yeah, her and her husband Harry were yeah, giving you all a shout uh, out. Living in uh, uh, Georgia uh, uh, right now. Yeah, Georgia. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you know, she really was one of the ones that said, okay, you know, can the church be more uh, intentional about bringing awareness to this?" So she's the reason why we started looking at different things. And you know, yeah. so yeah. people are excited. You know, now we got to say, What are we going to do that we're bringing attention to it? Yeah. And we're working on a plan, a very nice plan. Uh, yeah, it's funny because, you, you know, we had individuals, you had you have the Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter uh, conversation. So we talked about breast cancer and somebody, what about all the other cancers? Yeah, okay, yeah, here yeah, again. yeah, Here we go again. Here we go
0: again. Now, you had a praise report. Oh, were yes. Were you able to bring that? I thought it was so cool. Someone that's... Husband and wife, been yes, family, uh, been members for what twenty something years. Well, she said uh, twenty eight years. Twenty eight years.
1: Yes. So uh, read, uh, it, read it. Read it. <laughs> well, Kimberly it, Turner and her husband, they they, they DM me on Instagram and they said, you uh, know, good morning, Pastor Jamal. Just wanted to say, Michael and I are still blessed every Sunday by service continue to cherish your father, my pastor, the Reverend A.R. Bernard. We are glad we waited online 28 years ago wow. to enter CLC. And for those who were there, remember that back line back in the day. Back in yeah, the, days. Back the day. Those here? And, and have never left. Have a blessed and highly favored week in the Lord. Stay safe. Wow, that's beautiful. And 28 is, years. 28 years. And and they, they and for them to be 28 years and loved the new, um, format, format, and yeah. the, the conversation between you and I, you know, because that was one of my concerns. You know, some I, my concern was, you know, were people gonna say, "Well, what's Pastor Jamal being up there? Let Pastor yeah. just do his thing." And uh, people are really enjoying this format, so thank you for those who are have been praying for this format, supporting it through your prayer, and in uh, yeah. sending encouraging yeah. words.
0: Well, people had to know. I mean, we have been in training and development for twenty years mm-hmm. uh, for you and the future of the ministry. Uh, developing homegrown ministers, securing the vision, putting the systems and structures in place. So when COVID hit, thank God, we we, we thought ahead. Yes. And we were prepared. Mm -hmm. We were prepared because we were already uh, on a digital platform Mm -hmm. several years ago. So we just had to think of, well, what should that look like now Mm -hmm. (laughs) that it's taking the place of the building temporarily? You know, so I I thank God for the foresight, the prudence, Mm Uh, that we exercise, and people need to get to know you. You got a lot going on there, brother. <laughs> well, come on, you, you're making me shine. You're my best student. So uh,
1: thank you. Come on, you're making yes. me shine. I'm excited um, a lot for today because uh, the, the the conversation is going to be a very strong conversation, especially because two two Fridays ago we had a voter's registration conversation mm. with young adults. And it was a very good dialogue. And I, I told people, I said, I, I said, when having this conversation, you know, I believe in, uh, I created a three plan, uh, three-step plan uh, for, for individuals. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because everybody says vote, register, register to vote, register to vote. And my thing is not just to register, but it's educate. So educate, register, and then you need a voting plan. What is your plan yes. when you educate, when you register? And, but you, you spoke about last week about the fears of voting, and that's where a lot of people, you know, you, you ask me how is the conversation, what are people asking? How to vote? Should I vote? Do I even matter? Does my voice even matter? We spoke about that last, uh, last uh, couple of weeks ago. Uh, those and fears
0: are real. Yes, they are. Because there's so much rhetoric mm-hmm. out there from both sides, Republicans, Democrats, left, right. What, and what narrative to believe. Uh, that, uh, yeah. That's what it
1: was biggest question with the young adult. What narrative to believe? How do we fact check the
0: narratives? And, and it's and, very difficult. Yeah, and 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 when it comes out, it's like, well, this is what's right because mm-hmm. you got to worry about that. Yes. Then the other side says, <laughs> well, this is what right what's right because you got to worry about that, and they're pointing mm-hmm. at each other. Uh, I thought about that, you know, and and I said, okay, Lord, you know, what's an aerial view of of all of this? And and this is not um, today's. Well, it is today's message now because election is. Yeah, very right close. Right there. It's yeah. right right upon us, right? And, and I thought about that and I jot, jot down some notes. And this is good because, you know, it, it, I always talk
1: about, you know, approaching it from a biblical worldview. But even with that, the biblical worldviews that we have seen have been at such
0: opposite extremes that there's tension within that. Yeah, and that's why when we talk about what the Bible has to say about mm-hmm. social justice... The theme runs throughout the Scripture, but how do you interpret? Yes. It? What's the hermeneutic yep. mm-hmm. that you're applying? Because we have had historically individuals take that same Bible, mm-hmm. all right, and apply social justice to one particular group of yes. people, mm-hmm. and rejecting the humanity of others, and and, and and that's you know I looked at it and hey, can we yeah, go there. Let's Ready we go? Go to go. Ready to go. Yes. All right. Let's. Uh, now talk about it because, because, you know, I thought, okay, what, what does each side of the aisle, the political aisle, give in terms of the, the impression that they make to others? Yep. And I will tell you, both Republicans and Democrats have done a lousy job with their messaging, mm-hmm. you know, and we're not gonna touch the, the debate, but, um, <laughs> right, well, so <laughs> I, I thought about it, I said, okay, those, and fear uh, and anxiety Mm-hmm. Is is ruling a lot yes. of people's emotions, yep. and at the end of the day, they're making decisions not on based on intellect, but on emotion.
1: And that's why I said you got to get educated, really understand uh, who represents what. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, you know it's the, the ability to, to to navigate through the rhetoric is going to be one of our best uh, tools that we can employ with trying to figure out how are we going to vote. Right, right. And so,
0: so when you think about it, all right, when you think about a Trump presidency, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. A Trump administration. And we've already had four years, you know, to take a look at this administration. And for those of you who feel, ah, man, they're getting political again, you have no idea how spiritual this is because the Bible calls us to pray for those in authority, Mm -hmm. that government is ordained by God for the good of the people. So it continues to say in that passage, pray for those in authority that you may lead Peaceful peaceful. lives. So Mm -hmm. our peace is connected to government. Say that again, please. Say that again. Our peace is connected to government. It's just like when you go back into the Old Testament, the nation of Israel is in captivity uh, to Babylon. Mm -hmm. And in Jeremiah 29, what does he say? What does the Lord say to them? In captivity. Yep. All right. (laughs) Surrounded by a dominant culture with different values, different Mm -hmm. views, different philosophy of life, different spirituality, and what's does God tell them? Settle down. Yep. Man, I'm getting goosebumps. Settle down. <laughs> yep. Plant gardens. Yep. Build houses. Marry, Marry your, your children. children. Yes. Pray for, for the prosperity. peace and prosperity yep. of the city mm-hmm. or the nation that you're in. Because if it prospers, you we will prosper. prosper. Yes. So we pray for righteous influence. Mm-hmm. That was your prayer at the end of the service last week. Yes. That righteous influence mm-hmm. will enter the ears of those in power. So when we think about the the trump administration all right and and it's impression let me let me let me change that all right the the trump president trump So don't get upset with me and think this is non-spiritual, and all you check out, Uh, uh, uh. and then wonder why you know the education in your community is inferior, (laughs) wondering why there's a racialized policing system, racialized criminal justice system. You start wondering about all these social issues, and you well, what does that have to do with Jesus? Yeah. No, Jesus spoke publicly more than he spoke in the Mm synagogue. He spoke in the synagogues as long as they were happy with him, but then when (laughs) they didn't like his message, they they kicked (laughs) him out. They wouldn't let him come. So where do you go? He go out. In the open, the public square, mm-hmm. out, out, out on the mountainside—that's mm-hmm. public, folks. He spoke to the public. His yeah. ministry was public. So, well, can, can we
1: just clear this up? You said that Trump, that, uh, that, that God ordains leadership, but that's not the same thing as saying, you know, what people have been saying, uh, especially the evangelicals, about Trump. He ordains Man. government. Yes, thank you.
0: Not the person. Okay. In power. Thank you. All right. Because people, people watching government. this. Government. You know. uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> government, that's important. That's why I need you to ask the question. <laughs> government is ordained by God. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, the person in government, mm-hmm. has a different story. I believe because the scripture says that promotion doesn't come from East or West It is God who puts up is God who sets down and that there's no one in power except by the will of Mm -hmm. God, the direct will of God or the indirect will or what God allows the permissive will of God. All right. But ultimately God is in control of human history. So he has to be influencing who's in power. Yes. All right. And whenever whoever and however that person enters power, whether by direct will of God or permissive will of God, God's going to use it. Mm -hmm. He's going to get a greater good out of it. And that's why we can say,
1: that's why it says in uh, the Bible that Daniel, I mean, that uh, Nebuchadnezzar was a
0: servant of God. Yeah, yeah. Cyrus, Mm -hmm. a servant of God, Mm -hmm. which, you know, many of the the evangelical Christians who support Donald Trump, they refer to that passage. Mm -hmm. So God can use anybody. Is it his preferred Leadership, that's a different question <laughs> because when we match it up to the moral standards of leadership that God puts out mm-hmm. before us that we as the moral body within human society should put out and hold up, that's a different story. Yeah. you know. Um, so, <laughs> I, I, so when we think about the Trump admin and, and there's certain impression impressions that each administration gives. And when I say that on both sides, whether Democrat or Republican, mm-hmm. and, it, and wh- whatever people perceive through the message that's coming out, that's going to impact them spiritually, emotionally, physically, intellectually, right? It's going to impact them in any way. So they're trying to make sense of it. So when you have all these different messages coming out that create fear and anxiety, the question is, how do we distill it into an understanding of what the fear is really about yeah. or in response to? So here, you know, with the things that, that, that the president has said you know, in his first year of office, before, uh, during campaign and all of that, it, it, it gives a certain anxiety to the American public. Mm-hmm. What is that anxiety? I'm glad you asked. See, you asked all these great questions. <laughs> that human dignity, the life, worth, and value of the human person, that human dignity, oh, here we go. Doesn't apply to everyone. Mm-hmm. That's the impression. Yep. When you start saying things about certain groups of people, mm-hmm. what you're saying is well, everybody's life is not to be respected. Mm-hmm. Human dignity is not applicable to everybody then who is it applied to? yeah. Who do we see as we should respect and, and hold as worthy and, and, and precious? Because remember, our Christian social ethic, the life and dignity of the human person is based in the image of God mm-hmm. that's stamped on every human being, which is a status conferred at the moment of conception, right through to their last breath in the day of death. Yep. So throughout their lifetime, we have a responsibility from our Christian social ethic to respect every person because we all bear the image of God. That's why I said, don't, don't tell me you're a Christian if you have a hard time loving me. That, there you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Something's wrong inside yep. of you because the mandate of God, the scripture says that the commandments of the Lord are not grievous. <laughs> so if there's any grief associated yeah. with it, it's because of what's going on in you. Yeah. Not yep. what God is demanding mm-hmm. of you. And he says, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love neighbor as self. Yes. We have not loved our neighbors. Nope. And, and what you know, what cracks me up is how people can claim close to God. They're hearing all these God <laughs> yes. messages from God yep. Because and, and, and still be a- arrogant and proud mm, and, and, and narcissistic yep. and racist. and, 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 and just, I, I, What God are you close to? Yeah, no, it's so true. You see, because the closer you get to God, all right, the more open you are to love and kindness. Yep.
1: And that's that's what you know. We we teach in um, missions. He said, "You know, the closer you get to God, the more you chase after what breaks His heart." Ah. Beautiful, you know, Beautiful. and you, so you're chasing after injustice, you know, to to deal with it. You're, t- you're chasing after the marginalized, to 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 work on that, you know. And and these these are some of the things that you chase after because we look at what's breaking God's heart. But if you're not close to God, you're not you know you're not worried about you exactly. Know, that, you don't mm-hmm.
0: care about anybody but yourself or a small group, of, mm-hmm. you know, that you may represent. That's why when the 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 expert in the law came to Jesus asking him about eternal life, you know, Jesus challenged him on his perspective when it came to the marginalized, the disenfranchised, the, the, the underserved within the community, the racialized in the community, because that conversation ended up in the story of the Good Samaritan. Yes. So this was a Jew, and you know, the Jews mm-hmm. had problems with the Samaritan people, yep. all right, who lived among them but were considered a mixed race and not legitimately Jewish. So Jesus challenged the guy and the conversation got, and, and, and the most important thing he asked him, well, you know, the law, but how do you read it? Yes. What's the lens? What's your interpretation? Yep. So, you know, so the, the scripture is filled with social justice. All right. And equity, but, what lens are you putting mm-hmm. on the scripture? What's yep. your hermeneutic? How mm-hmm. are you reading it? So many people have anxiety with, with the Trump administration because it gives the impression, uh, you know, the president has said some things. Uh, it gives the impression that human dignity doesn't apply to everyone. And, and number two, I thought about this. All right, not everyone... belongs in America. <laughs> yeah. That's a problem. Yep. If if we're all immigrants mm-hmm. except the Native American Indians who were here, all right, and even they migrated mm-hmm. thousands and thousands of years ago. But if we give the impression that not everyone belongs in America, and the public is hearing this through rhetoric that's coming from many sources, I don't just pin it all on the president. Okay, yep, or Twitter, but it comes from many sources. You know, I, then a person says, "Well, well, I wonder if I belong. Mm-hmm. Am I?" you know, amongst the chosen mm-hmm. to enjoy full participation in the social and political life of American society.
1: And as a man, one of the things we look
0: for and yearn for is a sense of belonging. Yeah, yeah. Affirmation that, you know, we are her. And so human dignity doesn't apply to everyone. Not everyone belongs in America. And of course, on a religious level, it's gonna be hard for some of you to accept this uh, or, or you don't have to if you don't <laughs> accept it, all right? And, and this is, you know, against my own party, Republicans are the real Christians. (laughs) That's a problem. Mm -hmm. So if you give the impression that human dignity doesn't apply to everybody, if you and your administration gives the impression that not everyone belongs in this country, Mm -hmm. if you and your administration give the impression that one particular party are the real Christians, all right, people are gonna be afraid of that. Yes, They're gonna be afraid to have someone like that in power. Mm -hmm. And, And so that's opposite. You know, the, the right, you have the left and, mm-hmm. and the Democrats and whatnot. And, and so everybody's not far left. You have the center. And there's some that are a little left of center, yes. more left of center. Mm-hmm. You have some who are a little right of center and more right of center. Mm-hmm. You know, so everybody doesn't occupy the same spot. But this creates fear and anxiety when people have to think through and say, well, wait a minute, this, this, this administration doesn't, they, you know, they, 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 they don't apply human dignity, worth, and value to me as a person. Mm-hmm. That's scary. How yes. will they treat me? Yep. All right. And, and, and then we look at, you know, what blew up because of the George Floyd incident. That was an exchange of human dignity. That's why last week we talked about how it's an assault on the image of God, yes. sin, yep. on a personal level. Yep. It's an offense mm-hmm. to the image of God. So these are genuine fears when you're giving this impression to the public. Mm -hmm. Now I gotta hit the other side.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Because the other side is is is, you know, they're they're guilty too. So so the Democrats. You know the Democrats give the impression And this is not about choosing side, folks. This is about listening, Mm -hmm. thinking critically, and at the end of this little segment, bringing the bridge of peace by bringing understanding. Because what we don't understand in life because we're negative by nature, we tend to be against. against. We reject it. So Democrats create fear also on the other side. So I, I understand the, those are on the left of center mm-hmm. and their f- fear about what's happening in, in our nation and what the, the right represents, all right, socially. Yeah. Because this is socially. It is. All right, because social and political are tied together because politics affects the social life, the mm-hmm. quality of life. So, so that's what <laughs> folks on the opposite of, of Trump are afraid of, but then the folks on Trump's side, why they vote for Donald Trump, why they, why they, why they are Republicans and push the conservative agenda, right, is because they have fears about the left, mm-hmm. the Democrats, all right? And their fears are, number one, for true equity, fairness, justice, all right? Government, Must own and control everything. And that makes people fearful. Mm -hmm. I'm one of them. (laughs) Because it gives the impression, the left gives the impression, or Democrats give the impression, that the country is being taken over by social Marxist socialists that's what they're that's what they're saying all right Mm -hmm. and and why do they say that because they give the impression that government is the answer to everything yeah all right Mm -hmm. but in order for government to be the answer of for everything government has to control everything yep and one of, the, one of the, 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 <laughs> the principles of Marxism is that government controls and owns everything. They own property. So you don't have the mm-hmm. right to private property. So it takes away your individualism. And there are people who live in this country who are afraid of that. They don't want government to get so big and to be fed you know, by our tax dollars mm-hmm. to exercise that degree of control. So the left comes across yeah, if you, you, know, about, you know, and they're talking about, you know, and this whole idea of, 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 of what is democratic socialism. Well, yes. What does that mean? Yeah, then, I'm yeah. going to be having on October 14th, um, well, I don't know if I may predate it, but I'm going to ha- do an uh, Instagram live with Doc- Professor Cornell West. And we're going to talk about some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I know where he stands. But, but look, when Democrats are giving the impression that the country needs to be taken over by, by, by Marxist socialism, all right, that scares people. Yep. Because immediately they're thinking, government must own and control everything. You are gonna say something.
1: No, even within Marxism, there are, there are, there are controversies and, and disagreements with different levels of Marxism. It's and, great and It's so confusing, but even at, at, at the start and birthing place of Marxism is superiority. I,
0: Exactly. What goes back to the life and dignity of the human person. Still, is rooted in Marxism. Freud's theories Mm -hmm. is rooted in you know superiority, uh, you know amongst you know certain grouping of individuals. Yeah, your typical animal farm by George George Orwell. If you haven't read that, you need to read that book Mm -hmm. and apply it. All right. (laughs) And 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 secondly, you know within and and I understand the religious right, the evangelicals. Mm The, the Unfortunately, we have a new name called Trump Evangelical. That's sad. So sad, but those evangelical Christians who support Donald Trump, I get it, I understand it. And a lot of them have gone to such an extreme. Yeah, some of it warranted because of these fears and the rhetoric coming across mainstream mm-hmm. media on both sides is feeding these fears, yep. right? So it's, 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 it becomes a, 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 a political season driven by fear and anxiety yep. right so what what impression is given under under this mindset all right is that religion should be replaced and this is very important by get this spirit <laughs> Boom. Because that's what the young people are talking about. But before we go there, all right, religion should be replaced by spirituality. You know, and it was Karl Marx who said this, because in, in one breath, he says, in, in, in his critique of uh, the philosophy of the right, um, he says religion is the opium Mm -hmm. we changed it to opiate, but the opium of the masses. In other words, uh, it it acts as a narcotic that dulls vital human uh, capabilities, uh, even as it relieves the pain. Mm -hmm. So he said, religion is is, is a narcotic. We need to get rid of religion. But also in his economic and philosophic uh, transcripts back in 1844, he says to develop in greater spiritual freedom, a people must break their bondage to their bodily needs. In other words, true spirituality is freedom from materialism. This is what he's saying. So, but he's, what are the young people talking about? I'm not religious, yeah, I'm spiritual. I'm spiritual. Mm-hmm. That's a concept that comes from socialist thinking and Marxist thinking. So Marx said, no, we don't want any religion. We don't want anything organized, all right? Especially state established religion. Mm-hmm. But we still need spirituality. Yep. Now, what does that mean? Because when people say I'm not religious, I'm, I'm just, you know, spiritual. What does that mean? How do you codify mm-hmm. that? How do you put it in a ritual and practice? How do mm-hmm. you pass it on from generation to generation?
1: And so, it, it's like a smorgasbord. So they take a little bit of Christianity, yeah. a little bit of New Age, a exactly. little bit of this. You want some crystals? You want you know you want some energy? And they're gonna bring it all together. And they said that was what makes them spiritual. But it doesn't
0: have any tangible expression for a well-rounded world view. Absolutely. Socialism has been great in theory, but not in mm-hmm. practice. Yep. And, and, and that's, that's, that's reality. So, uh, you know, these are legitimate fears mm-hmm. that each side has about the other side. And they're wondering, you know, uh, well, if we let them empower, this is what's gonna happen. So, 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 the, so the right is saying, mm-hmm. if we let the Democrats and the left in power, this is what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and the left and the Democrats are saying, and mostly the left is saying, well, if we, let, if we allow Trump to stay in power, this is, this is what's gonna happen. This is our fear. All right, so that's the, the, the fear. Mm-hmm. But this is the reality. This is the reality, and this is so important. This is the reality. So those of you that this is still not spiritual enough for you, (laughs) I'm gonna pray for you, (laughs) all right? Because where are we going to go? Especially as persons of color, Yes. where are we gonna go? To hear truth as opposed to the rhetoric that we hear every day across the board. There's a wonderful passage in the book of Isaiah chapter 59. It says, when truth is fallen in the street, Justice is turned backward and equity cannot enter. Mm-hmm. So you need truth yep. in order to have justice. And you need justice in order to have equity. Come on. That's good. <laughs> boom, boom. A middle boom. Did you hear no, that? No, <laughs> But here's the reality. <laughs> here's the reality. All right. America has historically been a mixed political economy. I'm going mm-hmm. to write that down a mixed political economy and this is where we bring balance Mm -hmm. you've heard me preach this again and again that balance is the key to life right Mm -hmm. just weights the bible says balance and that's critical so in order to to achieve balance you have to see both sides and have both sides in operation so in reality, America has not been just a capitalistic uh, political economy. It has never been just a socialistic mm-hmm. political economy. We've been a mixture of both. And we never have been just a dem- democracy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're a republic. Mm-hmm. But that's a whole other thing. <laughs> We're not a democracy. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right. So, so, so number one, in America, right, historically, private individuals right private individuals have the right it's a right to own property the right to produce goods and services. That's been true Mm -hmm. historically of, of American society. It's true. We are allowed, you can own your own home, own your own apartment, own your own business, right? You can take your gift talents and abilities and learn how to convert that into value in the marketplace by providing some goods, providing some service. That's how we've been historically. That's the reality, right? Second reality is that from time to time, (laughs) government, Intervenes government bailouts, yes, of large corporations, right? Whether it's the banking system, whether it's the auto industry, there have been times when the government has had to step in for the sake of the common good, mm-hmm. and government gives money to big business. Which some people say, well, no, that's not right, but we've done that. Mm -hmm. So there are times when, in crisis, when we look back at the Great Depression in in 1929, right? We had something come from President Franklin Delano Roosevelt called the New Deal, Mm -hmm. all right? And the New Deal brought in social programs that we still enjoy today. (laughs) So let me think, let's just say this to you. Social government Programs in response to needs, without taking away private property, yep. home ownership, uh, retail, business—you know, production of goods and services. So, what are we talking about? Prove it. Government-sponsored social programs. In America, for those who want to say we're just all capitalists. <laughs> all right, maybe these will sound familiar. Social Security.
1: Not for me yet.
0: So people are secured for when they reach retirement age, mm-hmm. where they're too old to, to work. They can't push themselves. You understand? Mm-hmm. So, Social Security. That's a government program. That's a social program. That's a social program, folks. How about, how about this one? Medicare. That's a government social program. How about, and this is affecting some of y'all, and thank God that you have access to this, mm-hmm. unemployment insurance. Yep. Where you get fired from your job, you're able to collect Unemployment mm-hmm. for a period of time so that you can sustain your own life and that of your family if you have one. That's the government social program. Um, ah, workers comp. Workers compensation. You get injured on the job, something happens, you can't work, all right? And, all, and corporations have to pay. Mm-hmm. We have to pay social security tax and Medicare tax. All right, we, we, we've got to pay all these things. And and how about this one? Disability insurance. You can no longer function. These are all government programs. So the reality is that America has not been a fully capitalistic country Mm -hmm. in the full and true sense of the word. America has not been a socialist country with a socialist political economy or capitalist E- e- political economy. We've been a mix of two. Mm-hmm. And they have complemented each other very, very well. That's why I thank God that this is a two-party system. Because if one party was in control, I'd have some of those fears. Yeah, <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? But these are real, real fears. And those of you out there, you know, as you think about voting and what does all this mean, I will not minimize or delegitimize your fears mm-hmm. like a lot of the rhetoric that you've been getting out there. God sees everything. He sees both sides. And those of you who think God is on your side, not, I don't care, right or left. You think God is on your side. God doesn't take sides like that. He's on his own side. He is working ultimately his own plans and purposes. So the right has fears about the left. Yes. The left has fears about the right. But the reality is that historically we have had both perspectives, built into the American mm-hmm. system. <laughs> Man.
1: No, this is good. And, and, and the, so this leads to one last question or one last statement. One of the young individuals, they were on the call, and uh, the Zoom call, and they said, you know, I'm tired of the church telling me to fast and pray while my sisters and brothers are out there dying. And I told them, I said, you know, if, if fasting and praying is necessary to precede action. Right, because if you if you don't fast and pray, which you know, praying is uh, the, you know the elevating of the heart, or the mind, and the heart. You know, where you, your will, your desire and stuff that that, that comes from. You'll be you respond out of hurt, out of your brokenness and woundedness, and you can end up creating a, 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 a an ideology that's at such a far extreme that you 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 diminish the the things that you're so much fighting against that actually are good. That's a part of whatever system. Exactly. There's elements to the system that needs to change. Yeah. You know, and we know that we believe that, but there are certain things that are working in the system
0: that you end up losing out on because you go to such a far extreme. Here is the Christian balanced perspective. All right. There's fault on both sides. Yes. There's merit on both sides. Mm-hmm. And we've got to take that into consideration and stop demonizing each other yep. and learn to hear and understand and appreciate each other's perspectives and each other's concern. Mm-hmm. Because these are social perspectives, mm-hmm. all right, on politics. And again, the the political climate is symptomatic, uh, right, of, of, of the culture.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So people tend to vote by their greatest social concerns. So if I'm like, I mentioned last week, if people of color are right, they're gonna be less concerned about some of the concerns that, 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 that middle-class or affluent whites mm-hmm. have, you know, that, le- that, that influences their politics. Yep. We're gonna be more concerned about equity, economic mm-hmm. equity and mm-hmm. educational equity and, and healthcare equity and, and issues of race yep. and marginalization within the society. Bridging into financial gap. Yeah, class. so for us, mm-hmm. the, di- the life and dignity of the human person and the perspective on that by those in power is critical. Yep. Everyone must be worthy of dignity, mm-hmm. respect, and honor as a human person, yep. as a human individual. So look, you know, we covered a lot of stuff here. We yeah. didn't get to mm-hmm. um, almsgiving. Mm-hmm. Alms mm-hmm. We didn't get to the second the level, second level yes. of, of sin's, <laughs> in, sin's impact societally. Mm-hmm. And I, and I want to talk about that. I got some great feedback uh, making the distinction between The salvation of the soul, Mm -hmm. which is the gospel of salvation, and the uh, salvation of the uh, and restoration of Mm -hmm. the social order, which is the gospel of the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And we can unpack that some more. So we're out of time. Yes, this is good. uh, good. I hope you've been blessed. I hope Mm -hmm. you don't dismiss today as, wow, you know, pastor was all caught up in politics. No, this is where we live this 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 makes a difference as to whether your garbage is collected on a regular basis <laughs> whether your children Right, experience quality education. Yep. This is connected to whether your streets are policed and order and, 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 and peace and safety mm-hmm. uh, kept in place. This affects whether you have to worry about your young boys as a person of color going out in the street or being pulled over by a police officer while driving a vehicle. Mm-hmm. And it's not just young boys at any age. These are real, real issues that tie back to our faith. What we believe in God and what we trust about God. That is the anchor of mm-hmm. our soul. No, this is good because you look at all of the
1: elements, the variables, everything that plays a part and not only just a vote, but what's going on in society. And yet we can still say that God is in control. Yeah. We can yeah. still say that the sovereign God, you know, is, 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 is such a level of intellect that he can still solve the problems of humankind with Jesus Christ at the cross and looking towards the future, saying, okay, there's a plan and a particular direction that we are going,
0: and that's under the hand of God. Absolutely, and Jesus was balanced, all right? In one breath, Jesus says, all right, uh, man shall not live by bread alone. Mm-hmm but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So he exalts the word of God above even our necessary food. Mm -hmm. All right, he places that in priority, but then he feeds 5,000 people, (laughs) he feeds Mm 4,000 people. So he just was not caught in the religious uh, context of it saying, you know, long as you love Jesus, you, you'll be fine. You know, he'll take care of your needs. No, he did something. Yes. He engaged in social action to meet the need of the people. So he met the need spiritually, mm-hmm. right? That, that the word of God is, is of utmost importance, all right? But he also met the needs physically yes. where they were at socially. And that's why after in John chapter six, Hallelujah. <laughs> In John chapter 6, after he feeds the, 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 the 5,000, the people rushed on him to take him and make him okay. king. They yep. wanted to give him political mm-hmm. power because it was associated with the spiritual message that he was communicating. Mm-hmm. And they were overwhelmed. So and he had to let it go. He had to yep. back off mm-hmm. because... You know, he didn't want people to put him in power because if people put you in power, people will take you down. Yes. God put you in power; only God can take you. Yes, down. yes. So that's the reality. I, yes. I'm sorry, man. I'm no, punk. that's good. That's I
1: am it's, 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 it's good. It's good. Boom, and boom we can boom, no boom, boom, no, no. Okay. All right. See, didn't that they're boom. <laughs> I was going to pray, but that boom. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to boom your prayer. That's, you know, (laughs) Ah. that's that's good. And and I think, you know, as, as, as you were talking, you know, people honestly want to know that God is in control. Yeah. And sometimes with that fear, they can't see it. Yeah. You know, they, they just, and, and, and I, you know, it's not that that means you're a bad Christian. That does not mean that you're, you're, you're not a, a Christian of faith, but there are, you're, you're, that means you're a human. And you're looking at some things through your humanity and say, okay, Lord, I want to see you in control. I need to see you in control. But right now, it doesn't say that you're in control, especially when we see certain things happening.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Man, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, you know. I know. Organize a prayer in yes, your heart, man. Yes, Well, you know, let's, let's, let's pray for our nation. All right. You know? All right. Let me jump in on it. Yes, you, okay, you got good. this. Father, we are convinced by your word, the inspiration and authority of that word that says very clearly that you are the one who yes. sets up governments, sets up kings remove kings, remove government. And everything that you do is in accordance with your perfect will and purposes. We don't know, we don't always understand. You give us information on a need to know basis and most of the time we don't need to know it. So thank you for protecting us wisely because information in the hands of those who are ignorant and even sincere can be dangerous and detrimental. So we bow to your divine providence that you're in control of human history. You are guiding, you are providing for, you are protecting your creation for this human society that you created, you loved so much that you gave your only begotten son to die on a cross, an ignominious death on that cross followed by a resurrection so that you can create a group of people with the opportunity to respond to your love, to your life, and your light Amen. in Jesus Amen. Christ. So, Lord, we rest in you and your control of all things as an anchor for our soul. Yes, Lord. Bless our listening audience, our viewing audience. Bless those who will see it beyond today. Bless those who share what they've learned from today's word. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. We don't look to political party. We don't look to a political leader. We look to Jesus. Yes. He is our Savior. Yes. He's our Messiah. He's the one that brings what we need. Thank you. Thank you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. amen. Man, right, you, I felt the anointing through that. The, was a I, good I did a good prayer. Yeah, I got to give you. it to you. I did a good a prayer. I'm gonna give you
1: a boom. <laughs> that was a good prayer. Was that was really boom? good. Where was, it the, was boom? There. the boom? That was <laughs> that was a good prayer. You're not gonna get too many of those booms, but it <laughs> <laughs> was a good. prayer. Yeah. Wow. Uh, if you're watching this, um, uh, we have a minister that's gonna come up and take you to a process. You know uh, that you're. You want to know more about this, what we call a relationship with God. Yeah. You, know, you want to know you going to lead them in more. prayer? Yeah, they're going to lead in you in prayer.
0: Salvate, prayer of salvation. Okay. Yep. So please stay, stay, stay tuned.
2: That was an awesome message that we received today. Um, I pray you really got something out of that. But before you log off or, you know, you turn off your television, we want to make sure you have the opportunity to enter into a saving relationship with Jesus Christ. and. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, I'm talking to you. There was a time in my life where I actually thought I was good that I can just go about life doing things my way and according to my time and how I wanted things to get done. And it took me coming to a point in my life to realize that things were just not working out the way I needed them to work out. And I realized and I recognized that I needed to try something different. I'm thankful that the decision that I made probably about 15 years ago at least, that decision I made back then was to enter into a saving relationship with Jesus Christ. What I didn't realize before then that I really know now is that when I was born, I was born in a, what we would call a fallen condition. Pretty much I was, what someone would say, at war with God. But thank God that I didn't have to do anything on my own to be at peace with God. The Word says that we are justified, we are made right, we are into a relationship with God because of the work of Jesus Christ. So because of God's grace, because we are, we put our faith in Jesus Christ, we can be saved. And being saved is not just about going to heaven, but it's about starting a relationship with the father that created you. You can go around saying like, for real, my father just happens to be the king. And if you are at a point in your life where you are tired of doing things the way you're doing it and things are not just working out, if you feel somehow disconnected, if you are searching for your identity and or you're having trouble processing information, you may be hurting, you may be dealing with grief. It's I don't want to oversimplify, but when I say Jesus is the answer, He truly is the answer. And so if you are in a position where you want to enter into a relationship with your father by way through his son and the work that he did on the cross, then what I'm gonna ask you to do is just pray with me. Father God, we thank you right now for each and every person that makes a decision to enter into relationship with you today. We ask you to forgive us of all of our sins, of omission and commission, things that we know that we did, even the things that we were unaware of that we did. We admit today that you are our Lord and Savior over our life. We believe that your son, Jesus Christ, died on the cross and on the third day was resurrected. And so we ask you that you can just fill us with the presence of your Holy Spirit, that it would indwell with us so much. And when people see us, they would ultimately see you. So help us in this journey. We understand that change is a process and it doesn't happen instantaneously. So we thank you that you will be committed to this process. We love you with all our hearts and we thank you for all that you have already done and continue to do in our lives. We say this all in Jesus name, amen. If you have prayed that prayer today, I'm going to ask you to text the number that you see on the bottom of the screen because we would continue to like to connect with you and to pray with you. I pray again that you got something out of that and thank you.
0: Welcome back. Yes. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you for taking a moment while our minister shared the prayer of salvation. If anything you need, it's a relationship with Yahweh through Jesus Christ. Amen. Yes. Gave his life for us. Yes. Right? Yes. So thank you. So here we go. Till next time. Yes. As we leave
1: this place with never God's presence. Jesus, Jesus is,
0: is Lord. Period. period. We, we believe, believe
1: it, it. We proclaim it. Proclaim it and, and we're seeing, seeing it, come it come to the pass. Past.
0: God bless and enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks for tuning into the AR Bernard podcast. I hope you were enriched by the information and or the conversation. Make sure. Subscribe by clicking the link in the bio to gain more information about me and the work that I'm doing. Again, thank you and God bless.